the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. In fact, it's an especially great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter today. Okay. Because the regular season for the 2018 football season, high school football season, kicks off tonight at Roger Williams Field on the campus of Apopka High School. The Blue Darters will take on the Okoy Knights who will travel over the short distance from Okoy. Have a great show for you today. We're pleased to be joined by John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Joe Ferraro is here, of course, and we will be talking about Apopka Blue Darter football for the entire program today. Of course, the preseason classic football game was last Friday night. We'll talk a lot about that. John has extensive coverage of it, including stats and many other things as well in this week's edition of the Apopka Chief and Planner, which is on newsstands now. And then uh, uh, hopefully we'll be joined later in the show by Coach Rick Darlington to get his thoughts as well. So that's what's on tap for the program today on Blue Darter Sports Central. Coming to you live, of course, from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Before we go to Joe and to John, I want to give a shout out to two brand new sponsors for Apopka Blue Darter football. In fact, both of these have come on since our show a week ago uh, last Friday. I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens who will be sponsoring Blue Darter football this year and to Community Health Centers Incorporated. And of course, Community Health Centers has a long, long legacy in the city, in Apopka. They, they were founded in Apopka and there's a wonderful story there. And of course, they have locations still today in Apopka as well as throughout West Orange County and Lake County as well. So thank you, Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens and Community Health Centers. And we'll talk more about our other wonderful sponsors as well on our program today. In fact, we may, well, I don't want to jinx it, but we might even be joined by one of our sponsors on the show today. And um, we'll just wait and see if, if, if that if that comes into fruition. Well, we're kind of hanging out at one of our sponsors, too. Right, Porky's. of course, of course. Um, now, now, let's go to, to John Peary. And, John, you had, a, you know, yeah, excellent coverage of the preseason classic. And why don't we start there? Because I guess the best way that, that could be characterized as, as, as you and Coach D put it, uh, good good news and bad news. Of course, the good news is we came away from a really tough opponent with a 28-13 to 13 victory. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's uh, and, and you know, this was what Rick told me. He says, you know, good news and bad news. We were very didn't look very good and very sloppy against mainland. The good news, the bad news is we were sloppy against mainland. The good news is we were sloppy. It means we can get a lot better. Uh, and and 
you know, playing Daytona Beach Mainland's a, a quality opponent. You know, I don't know how they're going to end up this year, but they're routinely one of the top teams in Class 6A. Uh, and defense is their calling card. Um, and, and you look out at, at their athletes they have on defense. They had on defense last Friday night, and there were some great, great athletes. Our linebackers have great closing speed. You know, uh, I think just to pop because running backs have, have that much better speed, uh, especially when they're trying to not be caught. Uh, and, and so, you know, the, the Lake or Mainland's going to – going to beat some people this year they're going to hold some people well well below their scoring average and you know I, i'm assuming that apopka was probably a couple touchdowns below their scoring average this season with uh, scoring 20 despite scoring 28 points so you know you lose four fumbles but seven on the ground uh you know the other three you don't lose are are either yardage losses or certainly not yardage gain very often um and then 14 penalties that were assessed for 120 yards I think four of them, if I'm not mistaken, were holding calls. It seemed like about half a dozen were holding calls. It may have been, but but several holding calls. Um, you know, penalties are something that, yeah, you can cut down on to an extent, but I've seen the same team that plays the same way week in, week out. One one time it's, you know, three or four penalties, and the next week it's, it's uh, pushing ten or, 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 or more, and like it was against uh, Mainland. So... Uh, the the fumbles you can you can work on that you know certainly have ball security and, and as Rick Darlington said you know focus by the players and when they're when they're carrying the ball once in a while yeah it, things are going to slip out but but it shouldn't be seven times and certainly not four lost ones in in one game. Now let's continue to pick up on the good news part of the offense you know as expected yeah we've got a lot of. Ball, talented ball carriers coming back this year. In fact, in all shapes and sizes. Um, in fact, all of them didn't even play. Jalen Carter w- w- was out uh, due to injury, and uh, Cornish Williams' play was was limited. I think right. due to injury, but still, I mean, obviously very effective moving the ball um, on the ground. Also, Jackson Darlington had 129 yards passing, which is kind of a, a new wrinkle, as well. Um, just can you talk about uh, just some of the wealth of, of, of riches we have at the running back position? Yeah, the, the skill position folks are, are talented and young. And uh, despite, you know, most of them, all except Cornelius Williams, uh, most of them are juniors. Uh, Eric Wright is just a sophomore, and then Cornelius is a, Williams is a, a senior. He's the only senior among the, the skill position guys uh, for Apopka. And, and most of them, even Eric Wright, have a year of varsity experience behind them. Uh, you know, Cornelius has got a couple years experience, and so um, it's it's one of those things where there's a lot of guys who can can carry the ball, and in this offense, this offense is built for that kind of thing. Um, you know, if you had a, a classic I formation where you had a, a Sammy Smith, and that always pops in my mind. Uh, but in the old days, you know, if you had still had that type of offense or even the spread offense of today where you've got one back back there, uh, you could run that, uh, but you need to get the ball out quickly to the to the guys who are spread out. And then when a popka does go a little bit out, you know, a little bit more spread, they, they if if they're if they're passing the ball, it's usually a quick pass and let the guy do what they can do out in open space. And that's what one 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 of those penalties uh, the other night last week was when uh, Jackson Darlington hit Jacorian Davis Hamilton for a quick. Uh, you know what a screen pass is just a, a media 
concerning throw to Ham- uh, Davis Hamilton, and he made a really nice couple really nice moves, and one of his teammates was called for a hold, uh, nullified a 71 yard touchdown pass. But you know, seventy out of seventy out of the seventy one was uh, <laughs> yards, after you know, you know, yards after the catch, right? And and so you know. There, there, you mentioned 129 yards pass. There's 71 that didn't count. Yeah, and I think that's a new wrinkle that coaches talked to us about. You know, he unveiled it. You know, in the in the spring jamboree as well. That I think will really add a, a, even another dimension to the offense and, and give defenses one more thing they have to worry about and game plan for. And they've already got a right. ton of things they have to worry about that they don't see on a regular basis. Oh, yeah, and, of course, the single wing is that. And, you know, the, the they may see the spread, but you generally don't have to deal with guys like Ja'Korian Davis-Hamilton, Eric Wright, Cornelius Williams, uh, Akeem Brown, you know. Um, and, and then every once in a while the, he'll put uh, – Jacorian Davis Hamilton back there at quarterback, and and Jackson Darlington will be a little slot receiver and go out there and, and catch a little, you know, seven or eight yard hitch and and uh, you know get a first down that kind of thing. And of course, Jackson Darlington, a, a very effective runner between the tackles. Oh, absolutely, runner, absolutely. In addition to his role as a, as a passer and and a lead blocker in many cases. I know it's it's uh, and receiver. You know the the that that little spin play they do is is. You know, it's the one that Chandler Cox did uh, years ago and whatnot, and and a lot of guys have done through the years. But man, that's a even with when the blocking's good, you're going to get smacked around. You know, just because of the well, nature of the a lot beast. Of hard hits. Uh, yeah, and and uh, there's a couple times last Friday night where I just cringed. <laughs> you know, just just because of the violence of the game, and uh, you know, um, well, but, but, I've said it before. I you know I facetiously but hopefully coach d will take it that way but i said i wonder if uh, mrs darlington ever has a conversation with coach darlington about the role that jackson darlington has from time to time because he really gets called on a lot to get that really tough hard hard nose yardage between the tackles and between the guards yeah I, I, and takes know, a beating i shelly darlington is so used to all this <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this is this is old old hat to that lady uh, part of life yeah it just uh, it very much uh, it, it really is part of life and and uh, you know she she obviously wants to keep her her children and her whole family safe uh and everything but but she fully understands that's what she signed up for uh years and years ago no John, you know, I know Coach D doesn't like for players to get too much attention, and I certainly agree with that. My father even felt the same way back in the day, you know. Uh, uh, but anyway, without going off on a tangent there, you know, uh, but there are some guys, you know, we do just like to talk about too because of, of their, you know, unique uh, skills and abilities. And, you know, a guy that continually, you know, gets my attention is Gorian Davis Hamilton. And you, you had a picture today that, just catch in the same way that you did with Jalen Carter last season, you know, reaching back to catch that very athletic pass right. with his hands, all 265 or 75 pounds of him. Um, <laughs> I've been telling people about Jacorian Davis Hamilton, and the thing that stands out most to me, and there's a lot that stands out about him, uh, you know, his burning speed, of course, when he does get in the open field, like you talked about, but but just to, it looks like he's got great. Well, he's taller than your typical running back. Right. Certainly our typical running back. It looks like he's around 6'1 or so, right. maybe even a little taller. But it looks like he, and he's a slender guy, but he, he's also muscular. And it looks like he's got great upper body strength. Because one thing I see, and you've perfectly documented it on the front page of the Chief today, is anytime somebody tries to tackle him high, you know, it, it, 
they just you know he just shreds them and, and, right. and, and goes right on. But uh, so apparently he's got a, in addition to the burning speed he's got, you know he's got pretty good size for a running back and he's he he's, he can break tackles. I guess is what, I, what I'm right. getting to. He's got just and he's got just some norm, uh, normal, unnormal, uh, uh, abnormal in a good way. Uh, football skills. I mean, it's just I think it's the kind of thing that you don't coach. Um, just some, some nuances, some moves. Uh, he sees the field real well, and, and that's some, one of the things I've noticed about some of the, some of the better guys through the years is that, that um, you know, and I'm thinking of uh, Jeremy Gallon and, and way, way back, Jeremy Rudolph, that kind of thing. And uh, he's not the same kind of runner as those guys are. He's a whole lot smoother and, 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 and more, I, he almost looks mellow running. But he's he's he sheds block, blockers or tacklers all the time. Uh, really knows how to uh, uses the stiff arm to to get past guys and and and, and the, what I'm trying to emphasize is last week he's playing a very good defense. Those guys grow up; they understand mainland defense over there. And and yeah, if, even if they're not as talented maybe as some other uh, mainland teams, they're still going to be doing things the right way. And uh, and Tacorian Davis Hamilton is is when he can puts uh, 176 yards I think it was on 17 carries uh, and two touchdowns against a team like Mainland uh, he gets going against some of these other teams uh, you know defensively Popka might not see a better defense all year I mean I I, I think they probably you know DP will will see uh, they're always strong defensively uh, we'll see how I don't know they got thumped pretty good by Osceola last week so we'll in the kickoff classic. So uh, we'll see how they turn out this year. And, and you know, Mainland's going to be – I mean, uh, Lakeland's going to be good uh, no matter what. But uh, uh, whether they'll be to the level of, of Mainland's defense or not, we'll just have to see. Friend, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's, uh, we're here joined by John Perry, the Popka Chief and Planner, and by Joe Ferraro. And we'll come back in just a moment before we uh, – and we'll get, tell you about our sponsors, and we'll talk some about more preview of the Okoy game, and we'll continue to reflect on the preseason classic, vi- classic victory over Main- Daytona Beach Mainland as well. Please stay with us. C- coming to you live from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. It's a great day in a pop gets. Also, a great day because high school football season, regular season returns to a pop get into the state of Florida. And we're talking about the game tonight, the home opener and the opening season game versus Okoy, the Okoy Knights. We're also talking about the aftermath of our preseason classic, uh, an impressive 26 to 13, 28 to 13 victory over Daytona Beach Mainland, one of the top programs in the state of on the road over in Daytona. Pleased to be joined by John Perry, the Apopka Chief and Planner, and encourage you to check out today's edition of the Apopka Chief and Planner. It's got great coverage and great recap of the preseason classic victory 
and preview of tonight's game versus Okoy. It also has the fall ball supplement in the paper. You definitely want to get that. Joe Ferraro is joining us, and we'd love to have you join us as well on the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. I want to tell you about our sponsors before we go forward, and of course, start with the two brand new sponsors that have joined us since our program last Friday morning, Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens, located in Forest City, which is also known as the Hunt Club area of West Apopka, Altamont Springs, excuse me, East Apopka. Community Health Centers Incorporated, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, owned by former Blue Darter baseball player Mike Martin, Baptiste Orthodontics, Rosati's Pizza Pub with locations and Hunt Club and Mount Dora on Highway 441 in Mount Dora, and of course our regular Royal sponsors, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. Florida Door Solutions, and of course, Porky's Barbecue. Before we go back to Joe and John, I want to give you a word about a, some important events coming up soon at Highland Funeral Home and Memory Gardens. They are pleased to present two free seminars, two free grief counseling seminars by noted psychologist, grief counselor, educator, and author, Dr. Alan Wolfelt. They'll take place at Highland Memory Gardens on Tuesday, September 18th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and on Wednesday, September 19th from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. The first one, the Tuesday seminar is for those who have lost someone close. The Wednesday seminar is for professional caregivers and clergy. And you can find out more at highlandfh.com. That's highlandfh for funeral home. Dot com, or to find out more, give them a call at 407-869-1188. That's 869-1188. Presented by Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens. Now, John, now let's like to go back. You know, I could talk about the running backs all day because it's, it's just so uh, so interesting. Pretty much like everything with Coach Darlington, it's, there's, there's a unique twist. You know, it's like watching his team is not is like not like watching any other team basically for a variety of reasons but you know the, the cast of characters with these running backs it's everything from blocking back who as you said carries the ball sometimes and even catches passes sometimes uh, from the tight end position uh, Jalen Carter who's I guess somewhere around 6'5 265 275 getting bigger every every day um, and on the other end of the spectrum, Eric Wright, who looks like he's about maybe 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. He's kind of the, the typical Apopka running back during the Darlington era. Uh, and then you've got Cornelius Williams, who's a speedster. He probably goes around 145, 150. You've got Jacorian Davis Hamilton, who we've talked about, who's a bigger frame, 6'1", maybe 6'1 plus, strong upper body. Um, so I guess that's what I'm getting at. You know, Akeem Brown, who's more of a smaller type running back. Jackson Darlington, who's uh, you know certainly not bulky by any means, who gets the you know, tough yardage between the tackles. So I mean, you've got to really uh, an assortment of all shapes and sizes uh, that, that we can throw at teams to, to carry the football. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the one... A unique factor there is, and, and not that I'm poo-pooing the other guys at all, because there's you know there's a lot of schools that a lot of teams that would like to have 
one of those guys, uh, much less have three or four of them. Uh, but the one guy is Jalen Carter, who's physically a, a, a unique specimen. Um, you know, and and you know they've they've not had him in any of the preseason stuff, and and but he's been practicing this week, and he'll be going tonight. Uh, we'll see how much he plays tonight. You know, he's going. He's a he's a defensive lineman at the next level, and he'll play a decent amount of defensive line this year. And uh, for a popkin, we'll just see. Part of it depends on how it goes on some of the other uh, areas, where you know, blocking back or tight end. Uh, uh, you know, so we'll see uh, the, how much defensive line. It, the plan is for him to get more time at defensive line this year than last year. Uh, and, and so, anyway, he's. Uh, He's a unique, unique kind of guy in terms of his, his talent and his, his physique, um, and so uh, you know the, he will he will provide a lot for a pocket tonight, I'm sure, and, and as the season goes along. Um, but uh, you know there are so many things that they, that Popka can throw at you, the weapons uh, that they have, um, and, and you know and, and it. They don't have any great wide receivers or anything, and and but. You know, Fred Young was playing tight end last last week, and I know I know Rick uh, Coach Darlington was was concerned about some of the the route running and this that and the other. But he still had two large plays, uh, you know, that where Jackson Darlington hit him for a 53 yarder on that first drive, and then a 46 yarder on the, in the second half. Um, I think it may have been on that first drive, Popka's first drive of the second half uh, of the third quarter. But you know that that first drive. Uh, you know, third and seven, I think. The first two plays went for almost not. Uh, first two plays of the game for a popkin, and then uh, that little tight end pass up the man just go off the line, and, and you break open. Nobody carries because they're expecting the run, even on third and seven. And uh, Jackson hitting, you know, right in stride, and, and it's 53 yards later. Uh, he almost broke it for a touchdown, but, you know, went, got it down and, and, you know, and to Mainland's credit, uh, they forced a fourth down. You know, it was, I think, fourth and three. And Jackson Darlington uh, had a little bootleg to the right with, uh, you know, option to pass or throw. And he decided to, to run and uh, to pass or throw, to run or throw. Uh, and he decided to run, and uh, his little spin move got him the first down. Because if he doesn't spin, he doesn't get that first down, I don't think. So, anyway, bottom line is... Uh, you know, there's there's some offensive weapons uh, that this team has that not a lot of teams have, and, and you know, looking further, looking up front, uh, Jake Coggle is back, uh, and and that's huge uh, for this team. Uh, I know uh, Rick Darlington would like to play Jake at outside tackle, which is uh, on the offensive line is is the most important position in the in the in the Apopka single wing. Uh, you know, in, in that unbalanced line, we've got an outside tackle and the inside tackle. And then a guard, and then a center, then a guard, and then the tight end on the other end, uh, on the other side. So uh, if he can get Jake outside there at tackle and, and have the other young man play play up front at center and, and be consistent with the snaps and, and getting the job done, then you know that helps this offense that much more. You, you've got a guy like Jake on the outside tackle who's a, a great and smart blocker and very good. Uh, and and Jalen Carter blocking back, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot of holes that maybe you even, even I, you and I could run through. Well, maybe maybe you. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not saying very far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying pass a lot of scrimmage <laughs> and fall down from lack of oxygen. Um, great assessment, friend. We're 
that worth with the John price Perry of admission right there. Of the Apopka Chief and Planner giving a great overview of the preseason classic victory last week over Daytona Mainland. Of course, Blue Darter football regular season kicks off tonight at home versus visiting Okoy. And, um, of course, it's high school football starts all across the state of Florida. Joe Ferraro's here. We look forward to being maybe joined by Coach Darlington a little bit later. And uh, we're talking Blue Darter football coming to you live from Porky's. Before we go back to John and Joe, I want to tell you about some more of our wonderful sponsors on Blue Darter football this season. And they include Blue Darter alum, Dr. Amy Davis, and Central Florida Audiology. Central Florida Audiology celebrating two years of success in the Apopka community, and they're located uh, very easy to find on Highway 436 in the Bluebird Plaza, our center. Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, owned by Blue Darter, former Blue Darter baseball player Mike Martin. Baptiste Orth Orthodontics coming soon to Apopka, conveniently located on Park Avenue, right across from Kitland Nelson Park, and Rosati's Pizza Pub, located in Hunt Club and Mount Dora. Go to Rosati's and celebrate the next Blue Darter victory and get sauced at Rosati's. Joe, we need to get over there and, and get sauced. And I have to agree. Um, now back to John. Tomato, tomato. Yes, I know what he meant. You talked a little bit exactly about <laughs> um, the line, but I know that was you know from very our very first show, actually the show we had with Coach Darlington before spring practice even started. Um, it, it, one of his main topics was the offensive line, of course, heavy losses, as we talked about extensively. Um, what was your assessment um, of the, the offensive line on last Friday at Mainland? Uh, overall, pretty decent. I mean, against, like I say, considering the, uh, the, the opponent, 287 yards rushing, and then there were seven fumbles, four of them lost. So those are, null even the recovered fumbles are almost nullified plays or losses most of the time. You know, sometimes there's a fumble down the field. And one, one of those lost fumbles was, was down the field a little bit uh, last week. But, uh, you know, and, and not being a, uh, a football coach or, or, you know, having played precious little, uh, me years ago in high school um, you know there's technical parts of it that I don't understand I don't see especially live uh, even during the uh, when I look at some of the film on, on the next day or two it's uh, it's it's a different different view for me than it would be for a, a, a football coach uh, but uh, overall I, I think obviously productive let's put it that way uh, you know when you you put up your backs put up 287 yards against a defense like mainland something's going right up front um that being said you know the, the coaches will say no here's what went wrong here this guy didn't block uh, harley blocked the right guy all night long because everybody's got their assignments and and um so i you know but but i don't think there's any doubt that it improves with jake coggle back and you know and then the blocking part of jalen when jalen carter's there at blocking back or if he's playing tight end you know uh but uh it just uh the the technical parts of it i, I don't fully understand but i do know that the production is is what counts and uh you know part of it's obviously the skill of the running backs but uh They've got to have some some help from those guys up front. Otherwise, it's it's a very long night. Exactly, I, I agree with you. You know, uh, 28 to 13 victory and over 200. 
50 yards rushing says, says something. <laughs> yeah, against against a team like Mainland, that's that's my whole key. If they were playing, you know, I always refer to them, uh, Cypress Creek, you know, uh, you'd say, okay, what's what's going on here? Uh, you know, it, 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 if it's a team like that, you're expecting over 400 or whatever rushing uh, with this Apopka offense like it is. Uh, and, and so it's a, you know, part of it's who you're playing. Uh, because Mainland's going to have a good defense uh, even even in their down cycle years. They're going to have a pretty good defense. John, Joe, time for our next break. One thing we have not sp- talked about concerning the preseason classic last week was the defense, and I thought that was one of the really bright spots uh, from, from my perspective at least. Um, we'll talk about them when we come back. Also, we'll start to look ahead to the game versus Okoy. Okoy's our opponent now, and we'll, we'll go to John Perry and get his insights upon the Okoy Knights, the opponent tonight. Game kickoff is six, excuse me, 7 p.m. We'll start our pregame on 1520 WBCW at 6.30 p.m., and we look forward to, to joining you with the broadcast of the game tonight. It's a home game. Encourage everybody to come out and support the Blue Darters at home. Of course, the broadcast will be online as well at 1520wbzw.com and with the 1520wbzw phone app. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We'll be right back, coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue, Apopka. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. We're getting our weekend started off just right with lunch at Porky's. Joined by John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Joe Ferraro's here with us. We're talking Blue Darter football. Of course, the Team kicks off tonight, regular season, home game versus Okoy. Kickoffs 7 p.m. We'll have it all for you right here on 1520 WBZW, 1520WBZW.com, and online with the 1520WBZW phone app. Before we go back to John and Joe, I do want to talk a want to mention another great blue darter that I'm thinking about today. Um, in fact, I thought about him over the years every certainly every you know, first game of the season and pretty much every game, and that was a great blue darter who passed away recently, Jimmy Goff. He was a player back in the early and mid-50s. He actually lettered as a freshman on some great teams during the Glenn Barrington era and the George Single era. You know, I literally do not know of another person that bleeds blue and white the way that Jimmy Goff did, and of course his wife Shirley Goff. Both of them were a popular Blue Darters uh, alumni. Shirley went on to become uh, secretary my, for my father, the principal, Roger Williams, for many, many years, probably over 25 years for him, and then for many, many years after he retired. And um, so just two wonderful Blue Darters. It was, it's really still sad to think that Jimmy will not be here watching the game from the stands or listening on the radio as he did in later years, but I'm sure he'll, he'll be watching the game from where he is uh, now. But um, I wanted to acknowledge him because I've been thinking about him. We'll be thinking about him tonight. And just an incredible, upbeat, positive, loyal blue darter in, in, in all respects. And, of course, another interesting twist is that his daughter, Laura, Dr. Laura, uh, Laura Busey, is the principal of Okoy. And so, uh, yeah, we welcome her and we welcome the Knights over to 
Apopka High School tonight. It's like one giant Steel. family, really. Uh, that was the best way to put it. Uh, they're part of the the uh, huge part of the uh, indispensable part of the Apopka Blue Darter family, the golf family. And uh, Jimmy, we, I know you'll be out there watching somewhere, and we'll uh, be thinking about you. Now let's go back to and uh, John. Would you like to say a word about Jimmy or Shirley or? Well, I, you know, everything you've said is true. I, you know, um, probably had more interaction with with Shirley because of her job as as your dad's secretary there for yeah, what seemed like forever. Certainly, exactly. when, when we were in, a number on it yeah. when we were in school, and then uh, you know having Laura grow up and then her being a former Miss Apopka a few years ago. <laughs> Uh, and, and now she's ascended to be Ocoee High School principal, and, and uh, you know, so, and I'm sure she's doing a great job over there. And, and you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see her back. It'll be, be her third, second time over because they played uh, her first year, her first game as principal, a football game as principal at Ocoee was at Apopka, which is, of course, her alma mater as well, and, and uh, just really made for an interesting thing. But uh, I, you know, it's it, certainly the whole golf family is. Uh, was quite special to a lot of people in Apopka, that's for sure. And oh, uh, she's at the game tonight. She ought to come up to the press box. Absolutely. We'll make sure she gets the, the word. And uh, one more thing is um, about Jimmy Goff, and I'll probably, I'm sure I'll mention this tonight too, but yeah, I, I was just thinking about him, and I don't think I literally ever had a conversation with Jimmy Goff, and I knew him since I was a little kid, you know, literally all my life, where, where the first topic we talked about was Apopka Blue Daughter football. I mean, that was like you see him, you walk up, and the first thing we start talking about is a pop football. And then, in addition to that, um, the history that he had was just un- unbelievable, incredible. I heard stories from him that I'd never, ever heard from any, any other source anywhere else. And anyway, we just, it's just a huge loss, and we'll be thinking about him tonight. But um, now, John, I don't want to neglect the defense because I thought they were one of the real uh, parts of the good news right. uh, at Mainland. And can you uh, just talk about yeah. your assessment? And one, and one thing that, that Rick Darlington pointed out is they didn't give up any big plays. You know, the, the, the biggest play of the game for Mainland offensively or with the ball was the punt return that first that set up their first touchdown. Uh, you know, got down to the three-yard line. And, uh, you know, you got to shore that up. And, and the, the guy who was – who was uh, who returned it? That uh, plumber kid for them. I mean, he's just a great athlete. Uh, just sometimes they those guys take over. You get them in space like that, and they kind of t- can take over a game, even against a team as athletic as Pop is. But uh, you know, from the passing standpoint, their longest pass play was 26 yarder, and it was a back shoulder kind of thing. Uh, the the young man was out there. Popka defender was out there. Uh, quarterback underthrew it, and on purpose or not, a lot of times it's on purpose, but uh, underthrew it and and was able to get that back shoulder completion. And uh, that was the only thing. You know, they had a 11-yarder for t- their second touchdown, a little uh, uh, delay pass that, uh, you know, running back just kind of scooted up the middle. And the, it was, you know, not a typical screen, but uh, uh, it was it was a, sort of acted that way. And Apopka was in a blitz, and and so the, the quarterback just almost literally could have walked in, but he just trotted into the end zone there. Uh, but, uh, you know, the one thing I, I've – really was really impressive to me defensively is well they were able to pretty much shut down the running game well i think uh mainland had 57 net yards rush uh on 23 attempts right around 20 24 25 attempts basically two yards a little over two yards a, a carry uh and so you know that includes in high school that of course includes sacks and rushes for loss and everything but uh it's uh it's certainly a uh 
as athletic as Mainland is, uh, they were not able to get their guys out uh, from a running game standpoint. Um, and, but then defensively, the two interceptions came from, from Jaquan Lowman. The, the, the first one was just a great play where he caught the ball at his height, and as, he's a safety. And uh, Popkins struggle in the defensive backfield has not been a, uh, a, a known factor there. You know that's been something that's that's been going on a, a lot. So uh, we, uh, you know, but but those were two safety plays, two plays made by safety, the same safety who who uh, and those kind of plays hadn't been made around here in a long time. Uh, you know, and the the second interception was a tip by the other safety, Yermaya, uh, and, and Loman. Um, you know, was able to was right there as well, and, and got the tip and, and returned it uh, that set up, you know, a popka inside the uh, the um, uh, mainland uh, on the mainland side of the field. So, bottom line is is the uh, the popka defense I thought played really well, especially uh, up uh, up front and, and in the in the linebackers because uh, you know we replaced all three linebackers this year. Uh, those guys play pretty well and and uh you know there again i'm sure coaches are, are sit there well we didn't do this we didn't do that and all this other stuff but there again the, the production is what you know from a production standpoint uh mainland's you know there's years where they're better on offense than others and i doubt this mainland offense will be uh, one of the better ones that being said uh they'll, they'll put up their their share of points against weaker opponents and uh you know the getting the two plays from the safety position, uh, not just plays, but interceptions, turnovers out of that, uh, is something that hadn't been done around here in a while. And then, you know, one of the one of the cornerbacks is uh, uh, the Martinez kid is a freshman, and uh, early on he, his presence known. Yeah, he early on he you know uh, mainly kid got past him a little bit and then dropped the pass, which was fortunate for Apopka, uh, but. Then, then later, he, there was a perfectly timed uh, where he batted the ball the down air, uh, on the mainland <laughs> side. Like he had springs in his yeah, it, it was just it was really uh, an outstanding play, and uh, you know that was the one that made coaches kind of smile a little bit on the sideline. And of course, Anthony Fielding's is known Ab- for his consistency. Absolutely, back there. and he's been doing it since he was a freshman. Yeah, it's great to see the defensive secondary playing well, and you know I agree with John's assessment totally. I thought. Uh, Defense, you know, from top to bottom, had a, had a great, had a very good night at Mainland. Speaking of old school Blue Darters uh, who are still loyal Blue Darters from back in the day, Mr. George Heisey, Coach George Heisey, just was here at, at Porky's. He got away from us before we could get him on the air. But uh, of course, John you know, George Heisey, one of the all-time great um, Blue Darters. He was back in the day. He was a coach, you know, for junior high coach back in our day and before our day even and you know he still uh, served on the city council at Apopka at one time he's contributed to the community in numerous numerous ways uh, in addition to his role as teacher and coach at Apopka High School but uh, today he uh, does a great job of representing uh, his patriotism he's, he's uh, very easy to spot throughout Apopka in northwest Orange County in his burgundy uh, pickup truck with a huge American flag in, in the back and we appreciate George Heisey for many, many reasons, um, dedicating his life to serving the Apopka community, but especially appreciate him for continuing to uh, show his patriotism and respect the flag and honor the flag. And that's what you could definitely expect throughout Apopka. Various different citizens doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, you're listening to Blue Garden Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. We're joined by John Perry. 
editor of the Popkin Chief and Planner, and by Joe Ferraro is joining us, and now Coach Darlington is joining us as well. And, you know, coaches, you're getting settled in there. We're just kind of, kind of talking to John about the overview of the you know, preseason classic versus mainland. And we'll be going to a break in just a minute. But before we go to break, I want to say we're also joined by some of our brand new sponsors and a Popka Blue Darter alumni at Porky's, Dr. Amy Davis and Carol Robinson of Central Florida Audiology. Amy, Carol, great to see you. We might talk to them a little bit later, in fact. But, uh, you know, well, first of all, before we go to, to break briefly, Coach, is there anything specifically you'd like to say? No, you always briefly. ask me those open-ended questions. <laughs> what, what would you like to say? Well, I say it. Hope it doesn't rain tonight. Amen. Well, well, I, I tell you, why don't, that's a good one because why don't we go ahead and take the break now, and then we can uh, you know, get more in depth. And I'll ask, I'll have some, spe- I'll have some specific some questions, questions, Roger. I'll have Golly. some specific questions for you. He's been writing them down all morning. Before we go to break, I want to remind you, our program is sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. By Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And of course, by Porky's Original Barbecue. Friends, we'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Well, Coach, I've got a specific question for you. You're reading the Apopka Chief, the account by John. I don't read John. the paper. I look at the pictures. Right, but I was saying as I read it, um, you know, kind of one of the themes was, and I believe might even been a quote from you, that there was good news and bad news about the preseason classic versus mainland, which we won 28-13. to 13. I'd like to ask you, first of all, well, I'll let you choose, but would, can you address one of those, first of all? I think good, the good, good news, news is our are, uniforms look really nice. I thought... They may be Derp John's favorite we've ever had. They might be mine, too. They're kind of classic, but they're nice and not too frilly, but they're not too plain either. They're tackle twill numbers. just very beautiful. I thought our uniform. I thought we looked really nice. We didn't play nice, but we looked really nice. They were impressive. Yes, exactly. And wait till tonight, the all blue. Yeah. Might be the highlight of the night tonight, too. And, of course, we came away with a 28-13 to 13 win on the road at Mainland. What would be some of the, the bad news? We sucked, I guess. You can say that, right? Um, we, yeah, we just played really bad, especially on offense. We had – I don't know how many turnovers we had. So to beat a – yeah, like John saying we had 25 fumbles. No, no 27. 25. Two, and, two plus and five. 25. And so that many turnovers and fumbles, it's hard to win, but we did. Um, could have scored 50, and Mainland's a very good team, very good on defense every year. Um, defensively, what I liked about the defense, we didn't play clean. We had a lot of mistakes, but we didn't give up big plays, and that's always the thing. If we can stop the run and give up no big plays in the passing game. You know, the old adage was if you run the ball and stop the run, you're going to win. Well, Timber Creek 2016 – we stopped the run and we lost 40 to 39. So you have to give up no big plays in the passing game and stop the run. And we did that, you know. So all of their points were off our turnovers. So I feel our defense has a chance to be good. They're not yet, but I think we got the right guys over there. And very few seniors contributing, only like three seniors seeing any playing time at all on defense. So. I think defense has got a chance. And then offense, we'll get better. We always do. We're not peaking. We're still trying to find the right O-line combination. 
and having some guys back this week like Jake Coggle and Jalen Carter will help. So hopefully we'll play better tonight. Now, you know, as we talked about, you do everything for a reason. You play Daytona Mainland for a reason, which is a good program, athletic players. Uh, were you, you know, pleased with the way that the whole thing, you know, turned out? Well, I like to play them because, again, they do have really good talent, and they, they win every year. I think in the last 20 years, you just have to have us and them side by side on those wins in Central Florida. And uh, I like their coach. You know, their kids are classy. They're not jerks. So it's good to play a team that, you know, knows how to go out there and play with sportsmanship and play hard and, and have humility to them because that's kind of rare nowadays, especially with some of the top teams. So I think the coach, the, the, the mainland coaching staffs to be applauded for that. And so it's good to play a good opponent. I hope we can keep it going because, again, it is a really good test, you know, going against a good offense, good defense in the kickoff classic. So I'd like to keep that thing rolling for years to come. You mentioned the offensive line uh, somewhat you know, in your answer before, but you know I know it's been a major topic. I know you were talking about it even before we started spring practice, you know, working on the offensive line, losing you know key players. What was your assessment of the offensive line specifically? Uh, just a million mistakes. Didn't play well at all, but that's that is what it is. You know, they're, they're, we've got about seven guys, and they're competing for time. You know, our two guards are pretty much set, Antonio Merriweather and Wilbert Peterson, who started last year. And then Jake Coggle coming back now. He'll either play outside tackle or play center. And then the uh, inside tackle is a battle between uh, Cody Miller and uh, Tiberius Geis-Jackson. And then center could be Coggle or it could be a battle between Devon Clark and Calvin Koziel. So... We still have some battles going on. That's how it needs to be, and that's good. Competition is the best coach. And so, you know, throughout the season, you know, hopefully we'll keep on getting better. We'll find the right combination soon. Now, about defense, you had talked to us last week about, if I, inter- if I characterize it correctly, you felt you know, fairly good, uh, if not better than that, about the depth on the defensive line you know, in the front uh, of the defense. And how did you, what was your how do you think they your assessment of, of the way the defense, especially the front, played? I think Curtis Williams right now is playing the best of the four, um, but I think Micah Riley and Ronald Harris at tackles, along with Curtis, is a good threesome. The ends, Tajay Rudolph and Curtis Spivey didn't play as well, but they play hard. And then Jalen Carter coming back tonight will play ends. That gives us three ends also. So we've got six guys in there we feel have potential to be good players. Just have to keep on getting better each week, no question. And then the players that didn't play, which included Jalen Carter last week and, and Jake Coggle, and I guess Cornelius Williams didn't, didn't play a whole lot. You know, um, what is their status for this week? They're good. They'll play tonight. Everyone's, I believe everyone, all the varsity players, I believe, are, are healthy and will play. I can't think of anyone sitting out as a varsity guy. Now, in term, you know, looking ahead to Okoy, what do you can you share with us about the Okoy Knights? Well, their uniforms are ugly. I think that we definitely are going to win the uniform battle. You know, they were gold and black, which I hate those colors anyway. John knows why, but also in kind of a garish fashion. So, you know, we'll definitely win the warm up based on the looks alone. But when the actual game starts, they're more of a concern. Okoy's always got good talent. You know, I don't know if people see it by their record, but. They always have really good talent over there, and their Pop Warner program's outstanding. The problem's been in the past, they can't keep them there. You know, the kids go to different schools after playing Pop Warner to Coey. But one thing that concerns me also is, is this coach 
played uh, – he was the defensive coordinator at Treasure Coast, which runs our offense. So he's seen our offense in practice every day. He probably is going to have a good plan on how to defend us. So that concerns me a little bit more than most teams we play with a new coach. And uh, speaking of the uniforms, I still you – know, the Okoye that John and I knew back in the day were the Cardinals, and they were red and white. I still can't right. get my arms around my mind around watching them in black and gold. I don't know why they would want to wear black and gold. It's just ugly. UCF's ugly. Eastridge is ugly. They're all ugly. That's just me. So don't like those colors. Like Oakland. The Raiders. Oakland Raiders? That's a good look. Black and silver would be good. Silver and black. But purple and silver is the ultimate. That's the ultimate beautiful combination. With a nickname of Gorillas. Gorillas. (laughs) That's right. Right. Is Akoe the orangutans, or what exactly is their nickname? The The Knights. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it had an O. I apologize. And we've got about a minute, our last minute here. Um, Coach, uh, what, what closing thoughts would you like to share? There you or go again you, with those open-ended questions. <laughs> Looking for well, wisdom, Coach. As I I'm said, letting you pick. I, I'm letting I hope you. the weather holds. Early in the season, it seems like it rains and lightnings every week. And not during, like, the practice week, but always on Friday night. So, hope the weather holds. If by some chance we do get lightning rained out, we're going to play it tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Both coaches have decided we don't want to cancel it. We're going to play the game. I hate those nine-game seasons. So, hopefully we'll get a big crowd. The weather will hold. We'll go out there and, and get a win tonight thank you for being here look forward to it john perry thanks for joining us thank you roger appreciate it joe thanks for a great job alan the studio it's great to see dr amy davis and carol robinson joining us from our brand new sponsor central florida audiology well friends we'll have the game for you at kickoff 7 p.m pregame 6 30 p.m right here on 1520 wbzw please join us and have a great day It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.